Hi, friends. My name is April, and I want to welcome you to the Daily Cup Podcast. Catch new episodes every Wednesday to help you get through your week. We all know that sometimes life gets tough. So each week, I invite you to come into my home where we will gather together, have a cup of coffee or tea, and even a yummy snack if you desire. And let's dig into God's Word together. We will encourage one another to be the best version of ourselves that God has designed us to be. I look forward to sharing this time with you, so let's get started. First off, I just want to start by extending a huge thank you to each and every one of you who has given me such encouraging feedback on how the first episode touched your life and encouraged you. It is an incredible encouragement to me to know that God is on the move and to know that I have support from such awesome friends and listeners like you. I also want to thank you for supporting me by following The Daily Cup on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow this podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on anything I post. As always, before we start, I ask that you would join me in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, your word says where two or three are gathered in your name that you are there too. And we are believing God and faith that you are here with us in this moment in this podcast. I pray that every person that is listening in this moment, Lord, that they would put the distractions of life aside just to take a few minutes for us to get together and encourage each other as we look deep into your word and look and see what your word has to say to us today, God. I pray that you would just feel our hearts, Lord with your love, that we would just have overwhelming gratitude, God, towards you for everything that you give us, for each and every blessing, Lord. I pray that those who are listening in this moment, God, that have anything that they are struggling with, that you would touch their hearts, God, that you would give them peace and understanding for what they are going through, that you would give them knowledge, Lord, that you would lead them, Father God, to where they need to go. I thank you for their time. I thank you for their friendship and more above anything, Lord, we just pray and thank you, God, for you giving your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins so we maybe have redemption forever. We thank you so much. We love you and we look forward to digging deeper into your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, so today's word will be coming from Isaiah 41, verses 9 through 10. We will be reading our Bible passage from the New International Version. Just as a reminder, if you're reading from a Bible that is a different version, the wording might be slightly different. Or you can use a Bible app and read from the New International Version so you can follow along word for word. All right, this passage we are about to read is God speaking directly to Israel, who is also known in the Bible as Jacob. God is speaking to him about how important he is and reminding him that he doesn't need to be fearful or afraid 
because God is always with him. In this past week, I noticed there seems to be a resounding theme among many people, and that theme is fear. Let's read this passage and see what God says to Israel and talk about how we can apply this to our own life. Isaiah 41, 9-10 reads, I took you from the ends of the earth. From its farthest corners I called you. I said, You are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Okay, I mean, can we just sit in all that goodness right there for just a moment? My goodness, such powerful words that God is speaking to Israel. Now, you might be thinking, okay, well, that is great that God is speaking to him, but that doesn't necessarily apply to me. But, oh, my dear friend, I am here to let you know that this promise is for you. When God gave up his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you and your sins, these are some of the precious words he promises you also. Fear can come to us as quick as a lightning bolt or creep in slowly into our lives without us even realizing it. Either way you look at it, fear is fear. At this moment, I want you to ask yourself, what are some things I am fearful of? Perhaps you are fearful of getting sick or losing your job, or maybe you lost your job and you are afraid of and wondering how you will make it financially. Maybe you are fearful of rejection, have a fear of failing, or even a fear of succeeding at something. Let's be honest, this list could go on and on. I find it quite interesting that the terms fear or being afraid are found throughout the Bible at least 300 times or more. Whether it would be in the form of God speaking to his people, people speaking to others, or someone simply declaring that they will not be afraid, this is an incredible amount of times God's word speaks of this. Literally, beginning in Genesis all the way through Revelation, you can find verse after verse. Now, I can't help but to think that this isn't a coincidence. God's word says that he is a God of order. We are speaking about the creator of this grand universe. He knows us and he knows you. And just like he gives this loving reminder to Israel, he is speaking to you as well. He is saying, I took you from the ends of the earth. From its farthest corners, I called you. Friend, at this moment, I'm calling you to be bold. Place your name in that promise after the word you. I took you, April. From the ends of the earth. From its farthest corners, I called you, April. Go ahead, 
place your name in there. God is willing to pull you out from the ends of the earth or go to the farthest corners just to seek you out. And when he does, he offers you the beautiful gift of salvation. You must know that there is nowhere you can go and nothing you can say or do that the precious blood of Jesus cannot cover. That's right. Every sin, every addiction, every wound, and anything else you feel he cannot handle, Jesus has already paid the price. Secondly, God is saying, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Friends, God loves you so much. And not only does he love you, but he has chosen you. The world may reject us for so many reasons we can't even count and honestly don't even want to think about. But God says you are chosen and he has not rejected you. Let that sink in for a moment. The God of the universe, the one who created you, the one who made the sky and sea and everything around us, he is telling you today that you are chosen and that you matter. Now, bear with me here as I work to wrap this up and show you how all this, if we are not careful, has to do with fear. The words we just discussed about how God calls, seeks, and has chosen us are wonderful, aren't they? But how many times have we either knowingly or unknowingly not taken hold to those truths and have done things on our own or in our way? When we do life our way and don't hold to these truths that we just discussed, Life can quickly turn upside down, go sideways, and before we know it, we are now seeing life through a magnifying glass of fear. Really, think about it. When our eyes are not on the one who calls, seeks, and chooses us, we are not walking and living in the Spirit. And so, where does that land us? Walking in the flesh and facing fear, slapping us right in the face. Can I get an amen? As humans, we are such creatures of habit. There might be times throughout your walk with Christ where you lose sight and are fearful, and it seems like it would be much easier to retreat back to those far corners of the earth that God initially pulled you from. Or maybe feel your way is, quote, the easier route. And you know what? I believe God knows this about us as well. He is an all-knowing God, and he knows your fears and flaws. But you know what else he knows? That you are far more worth all those places that he pulled you from, and that he has better plans for you that you could even not imagine yourself. In verse 10 of Isaiah 41, God says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. 
In the Hebrew English Dictionary, this word dismayed means the feeling of despair in the face of obstacles. Friends, God is telling you right here, wake up. I see you. I choose you. You matter. And not only that, you do not need to be afraid. When you are facing obstacles, despairing moments in life, want to revert back to old habits and return to those things or people that no longer should be a part of your life, guess what? Don't. You are not alone. You have me. I am your God. And you know what? As if all that isn't enough, he then goes on to say, You say you're tired? You are weak? And you want to give up? No worries. I got you. And not only do I have you, I will strengthen you. And what? You don't have all the answers and don't know the way through that one situation you've been struggling with forever? Well, I'm going to help you with that too. And okay, one last thing, just in case all that I have already promised you isn't enough, might I remind you that I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Friends, do you understand the magnitude and depths of God's love for you? He knows your struggles and your fears. Let's be frank. He knows everything about you. And not only does he tell you that he will pull you from the depths of the earth and pull you from out of the darkness and into the light, he then goes on to affirm to you that he has you. And that there is nothing for you to fear. And if you are not careful, you will overlook something so profound. He says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Are you aware that the word righteous means acting in accord with divine or moral law? In other words, he is saying that he will hold you in his right hand that is free from guilt and sin. Let that sink in for a minute. The God of the universe believes and know you to be so special that not only will he take you out of the deepest, darkest places like sins, addictions, etc., he then offers you eternal salvation, assures you that you need not fear, then strengthens you. But even after all that, he says, you are so valued that you do not need to be placed just anywhere or lost in translation. No, you are to be held in his right hand of righteousness the hand that signifies a place free from guilt and sin, a place that is morally pure and just. So as we close, I will ask you this. Do you leave this moment right now, walking away the same way you arrived? Will you let your fears continue to overwhelm and cloud your view of God's best for your life? Or Will you run to this place that God has shown you today, the place of salvation that is free from guilt and sin, 
and step into his righteous right hand. My dear friend, I hope that you have enjoyed this word today as much as I have. My hope and prayer for you is that you know how much you are loved by Jesus and that you recognize he desires to have a relationship with you. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray that this episode has helped you open your eyes to see the truth, that nothing and no one can ever offer you what Jesus and God can, and that you accept his precious gift of eternal life with him. If you have already given your life to Christ, I pray that this word gives you strength to continue to march forward in your walk of faith. And for all of us, I pray this word today grows a deeper hunger in us to seek the Lord. May our desire to be to dive into God's word daily and allow him to anoint our head with oil so that our cup is constantly overflowing with his love. As always, I know you have a million ways on how to spend your day. And so I just want to tell you thank you for choosing to spend some time with me in my home today. I look forward to more times like this where we can come together and encourage one another to keep moving forward as we walk through this thing called life. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you haven't done so already, Please follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast, and turn on your phone notifications so you know every time a new episode comes out. Also, remember to follow The Daily Cup on Instagram so you never miss out on any inspirational post or news regarding this podcast. Thank you, friends. May you have a blessed week. And remember to drink in the wonderful daily cup of God's word so your cup always overflows. Music.